Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 51 of the VC Podcast. We are just one week shy of our podcast anniversary. That's very exciting. It's almost been a year of doing these things, and uh, we are just thrilled that there are people that actually listen, um, because while these are sometimes very enriching and uh, a spirit-filled, sometimes they are just kind of okay. And so we're glad to have had all our listeners riding with us along the way. As always, uh, we're going to run through the uh, podcast uh, just like we always do. Talk a little bit about last Sunday, next Sunday, some announcements and some crazy stuff at the end. I forgot to mention this. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm here over Zoom with Andrew and Jacob and Scott and Jonas. How's everybody doing today? Doing great. Doing good. Wishing I was outside on this beautiful day. Superb. Superb. Such a nice day. We're stuck inside on these listeners' headphones. Yeah, see what I did there? Brought him in, broke that fourth (laughs) wall. All right, guys, let's jump right into it. Last week, our sermon was called Faith is Resting in the Mercy of God. And uh, I I thought they were uh, were great. Not that you're here for my personal notation on whether or not they were great. They're always great. We're going to talk about discussion question number three on the listening and discussion guide. And I'm going to share it with you guys, as always. I lied. I said I was going to just do it smoothly, and then I forgot how to do it. All right, can you guys see that? Yes. Rock and roll. Andrew, would you mind to read that one for us today? Question number three is, why is it easy for us to fall into the pattern of going through the motions instead of fully relying upon God? Hmm. That's a good question. I'll, I'll kick us off if you don't mind. I've been thinking about this one for too long, I think. Um, I feel like sometimes it's easy to to fall into those patterns because patterns are typically what makes us would make us feel secure. Um, at least for me anyway, I know that's instead of, you know, when you rely on God, a lot of times it is a, it's a faith based thing. You have to believe in something that you, you know, you can't physically touch and see God's face or, you know, but, uh, the patterns of everything, those are what we can, what we think we can always rely on is like, Oh, this is always like this, or this is always like this. So a lot of times when patterns start to emerge, that's when I start to feel comfy with things. And, uh, you know, we're not called to do that. We're not called to rest in consistency. We're called to rest in uh, in our faith in God. But yeah, I was thinking along with that, um, Zach is is a lot of that is too. Those are things that we can control. A lot of those patterns mm. are. Yeah, and we can't control God. And so when we're relying on Him, uh, that gets a little bit scary uh, for us. But when we are doing things that we have control over, it's so easy to to to, to lo- love those things in our life again because it's about us, and that's why we get caught on that. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons for me, again, because again, we like to be in control. I can control these things, so let's fall into these patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you can kind of we can kind of get into the those patterns kind of form ruts as well, where it's easier just to continue in that momentum, continue in the direction we're going. Maybe at some point when then God's saying, "Okay, now I want you to take this step over here in this direction," where it requires a little bit of you know, us getting up and going over and doing something that is, as we said, kind of out of our comfort zone or stretching us in some way. It's just easier to go through the motions, to go through those things, just to keep keep rolling along. And instead of, yeah, trusting that, you know, when he's calling us to do something, even when it seems difficult or impossible at the moment that he's calling us, he's going to equip us to do it. Yeah, as you said, that Andrew, I was reminded of the saying that says a, a rut is just a grave with both ends kicked out. There you go. 
Ooh. Oh, there you go. I'm I'm putting that one in the uh, in the memory <laughs> bank. There you go. Any other thoughts on that one, guys? All right. I think we covered it thoroughly. Just want to give everyone an opportunity there. All right. Let's move on. This week, we are, uh, I believe, entering into another sermon called Faith is Loving Others Extravagantly. Is that correct? Slight change. Yeah. Slight change. I love that. I love the <laughs> the phrase there, but I was just I I was just going off the <laughs> the document. Yeah. yeah, faith is evidenced by love. Ooh, okay. I like that one too. Do you guys care to share any kind of previews for this week? I always ask this, or we can always leave it up to the suspense of the the anticipation of the actual sermon. I think we're just going to dive into, uh, in, in a sense, you know, what really is this evidence that, first of all, we love God. You know, how do we, how do we know that? Um, uh, because, again, our love for God is going to be evidenced in different ways. And, and we're going to be in 1 John 4 as kind of our focal passage for this week. And you can see a lot of that as he goes through there. He, he kind of just basically kind of gives us indication, indications of how, how you know that you love God. And uh, and how do you know that you're in God? How does how do you know God abides in you? We'll, we'll see those things, and so we'll we'll discover in various ways faith is evidenced by love. All right, and so listeners, you can uh, come to come to church. Obviously, nine and ten thirty at Springfield, and ten thirty at South Wilson, and those live stream as well. But it's going to be Scott and Andrew this week, right? Scott at Springfield, Andrew at South Wilson, That's and then uh, That's right. Jonas Larkin himself is going to be leading uh, the musical part of worship over at South Wilson. Old Johnny Lark gonna be uh gonna be uh singing some worship <laughs> tunes. I mean, I think I'm thinking about doing that. About that. He's ready. Yeah, he's ready yeah. to lead. Man. I really he's, wish he's I could be there lead for worship that. For ever since he's been here. It's I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, not just because I'm gonna be out on a, a little small vacation, but um, Jonas, I know you're gonna do a good job. I just wish I could be there to see it. I feel like you guys are really building this up way too much. Okay, well, he's going to be okay. He's just going to be <laughs> run of the mill, and then if he's better, going to be. You, you better do great. <laughs> I'm going to be extra regular. Yeah. <laughs> I used to tell Scott that um, Scott would ask me how I was doing. Just every, I don't know, once a week or so, I'd just be like extraordinarily normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into some announcements as well. Easter is coming up. Uh, it's coming up for everybody, but it is also coming up here at Valley Creek. We'll have some services involved for that. Um, for our kids, you can get involved that way through our Easter family packs. Each family uh, that is involved in our VCBC Kids program is going to be getting one of those starting um, the 21st. Am I right on that, guys? 21st. They're going to be ready to pick up, yeah, pretty soon, I think. Okay, and so if you need a delivery or you need more information on that, Crystal would be the one to contact. And uh, we also have services coming up for Good Friday and Easter. You can find a full schedule on our website and then also through, obviously, the announcement reel and everything. Um, I think other than that, the Annie Armstrong Easter offering, we're really featuring that this year. I think that's kind of fallen uh, behind the scenes a little bit sometimes in years past, but we are really focusing on that. Andrew, do you want to speak to that? Yeah, our Annie Armstrong Easter offering, uh, that is a, an offering that we receive every every year that goes directly to support North American missionaries that work through the North American Mission Board. 
Um, most, most of the work they do, a lot of it is just planning churches and planning churches specifically in places where, where there aren't as many congregations, aren't opportunities for people to hear the gospel. We're blessed here in Hardin County, Kentucky to have, I don't know how many just Baptist churches there are in this County, right? Where people can go and hear the word and hear the gospel, but a lot of parts, even of North America, where that's not the case. And so that this offering a hundred percent of it goes to missionaries who are, who are planning churches, who are doing work with groups and even in the United States who are harder to reach with the gospel. Yeah. Even with our North American missionaries, I'm just reminded too, that even, even a lot of their work is also international mission work because we have so many um, folks from various countries that now even live in America. A lot of times their influence of working and, in, in, you know, leading and, you know, doing those church plants here in America often lead to work overseas because some of the folks who may be here even temporarily from other countries go back home. So uh, it's important work in really reaching the whole world as well. So Absolutely. All right. Yes, and we've also been uh, – this, this is coming out on Wednesday, right? So this will be the first um, South Wilson Evening Church. We've already had some evening church over at Springfield this past Sunday. Um, those are at 6 p.m., and uh, – uh, it's off to a good start. I'm really excited to see where things are going. Uh, Jacob, how are the students holding up everything? I, I want to give you a chance to speak to this. I know when we get to Easter, a lot of it's more like, hey, get in with your parents, see what they're doing in, in big church. But uh, what can we expect from VCBC students here coming up? So for VCBC students, we've still got, um, we're still digging into God's word, looking to see how we can um, grow deeper in our walks with him through the here method of journaling. Um, which is a big emphasis of our discipleship movement that we're trying to push and launch here at VCBC. Um, so we're still pushing that. The youth, we've decided we're going to take and be the be the guinea pigs and jump out ahead of everybody. So we're we're going to we're starting that at South Wilson, and we've been doing it here at Springfield Road. So both so both campuses will be on the same page as far as students go. All right. Guys, there's so, there's so much going on here at the church. Every time we get into these announcements, I'm like, oh, yeah, and that thing and that thing. But, yes, D groups are starting up uh, in, you know, like as Jacob was saying, we're, our, our focus is discipleship here coming up. We'll be seeing and hearing more and more about that. But D groups are also starting up. Those could use some prayer um, for sure. There's a informational meeting on on a couple of different uh, – I keep wanting to say flagship. That's not the right word. Some of those pilot groups for our D groups. Uh, yeah. Um, what is flagship? It's like a company, right? When a company starts something. Anyway, moving on. There's so much to uh, to, to learn and to, to talk about here, but you can go to the website. There's there's a plethora of announcements on the website. All right, moving on to a segment we like to call, Did Anything Interesting Happen to You This Week? And Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's incredible about these is that through Zoom, you know, we don't release the video version of the podcast, but you can see on everyone's face, you have all perfected the face that says, I'm not saying anything now, but I might in like one more second. <laughs> and so I'll ask a question, and it seems like everyone's just got that exact expression like, give me one more second, and then I'll say something. <laughs> Mm. Well, I've been working on the house. I don't know if it's exciting, but it's something. I think that's very exciting. <laughs> it doesn't always feel exciting, I don't think, but No, especially when you discover leaks under the bathroom floor and all that. So 
part of the joys of home ownership. Yeah, my exciting stuff's getting ready to come up as I have two kids closing on homes over the next week. And one of those I'll be helping doing some remodeling. And so that's where my excitement's going to come. I hope I hope nothing exciting comes up that I'm not anticipating because that could be bad. Yeah. Like Jonas finding, you know, a leak. So I don't want to find that. I lived in a in a house here in E-Town for just a year. And I thought I was having just a minor leak under my bathroom sink. And so I took off the trim piece from the bottom and I'm looking under there and the floor's wet. And I'm like, man, this is worse than I thought. So I finally get up there to where I can see the pipe. The pipe came down from the drain and then it stopped in midair. And then like two inches below that pipe was the pipe it was supposed to be connected to. <laughs> and they, it was just, they were trusting gravity. They didn't put a pipe to connect the two. That was great for me. That's great plumbing here. Yeah. Uh, this past week, nothing crazy interesting for me. Uh, as a special uh, gift to uh, commemorate our first vacation without uh, other members of the family, it's been a while for Taylor and myself. So we uh, tracked down a, a affordable Nintendo Switch with Animal Crossing on it. She had been uh, <laughs> dying to play Animal Crossing. So I don't know <laughs> if that comes across as nerdy or thoughtful or what, but uh, that was kind of fun. Drove to Munfordville for that. Mm. And I didn't get kidnapped. I was Scott told me not to get mugged. Are you throwing shade on? Are you throwing shade on Mumfordville right now? No. I don't know where it is. I think Scott Did was just joking. It? I don't think they're they're known for kidnappings or anything. I, I, I think mine was all those shady transactions that happened on you know Facebook. Oh yeah, okay. oh, so that's what you were saying. Uh, gotcha. Did yeah. you eat at El Mazatlan while you were in Mumfordville? That sounds amazing, but no, I had a oh. Shamrock Shake Man. from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute i'd like to change my answer the most interesting thing to happen to me this week was having a shamrock shake <laughs> what do shamrocks taste like mint mostly okay <laughs> andrew i thought you'd share your exciting thing of getting a, getting your first shot this week yeah i got the first covid vaccine on monday so yeah in process the best part of that was the location. Well, yeah, I got to make not, a road trip. Not, not, not the location on your body, yeah. but the location of... Yep, road trip to, to Somerset, the hometown of... Not yet. What is it? Johnny Lark? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, according to my Wikipedia page, that's my yeah. hometown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't have a Wikipedia page that I know of. That would be really cool. We could make that happen. <laughs> we could make that happen for the pastors of this church. Maybe, probably not. <laughs> okay, we could. I mean, we could not though. That's also yeah. okay. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hey, this is this is going to sound like a joke. I don't. I mean this seriously. Does Jesus have a Wikipedia page? I'd be I interested don't know. to find out. I'd be interested to find out. And well, if you are referring to his Wikipedia page, do you put the apostrophe? <laughs> After yes. the that's a, that's a callback. That's Jesus callback. does have a Wikipedia page. Jesus Wikipedia page. Let's see when it was last updated. Here, AD last updated eighth, the eighth of March, two oh. days ago. Does that mean? Does that mean that someone thinks they have something new on Jesus that they felt they needed to update? I'm not sure. I don't know how we can see what the changes were, but yeah. <laughs> All right, we're getting on a 
I like this though. This is entertaining information. <laughs> Anyone have any more uh, interesting things that happened to them this week? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Well, we'll end the podcast here. With, oh, heck, there was one more thing I want to talk about before we get to our just you know our thrilling question to end this podcast. I have heard rumor that we are going to do a staff five k. This is break, yeah. breaking news. <laughs> I didn't hear that was a serious rumor, but I, is I, it? <laughs> I just wanted to know if there was any any you know merit to that or. Hey, could, do you have like a breaking news? like drop you can do right here like a sound because this is the first yeah, we, we, we were debating who would win that 5k but i didn't know we were seriously talking about doing one some were serious i think okay uh, about it but then based on the way the discussion went i think others okay, were, so we're not doing we're it. less serious we, we just didn't because it was just seemed to be really on. difficult to find a time that would work for everyone so well you guys <laughs> were looking at ones down in like <laughs> the gulf of mexico <laughs> Yeah, it's more fun. I mean, to just talk, it's just more fun to talk about me winning that versus actually doing yeah. it. I think that was the consensus, though, is that Scott would just smoke everybody. We'd, he'd be like, "I'm not training for that. That's silly." And then he would go to run it and just best time out of all of us. Have any of you ever ran a 5K before? I've I run. Have. I've I run have three. Won. I've done which two. Just honestly, I don't know if that is like I'm something I'm proud of, or if it just shows how easy they can be. Um, because I obviously couldn't couldn't do one right now, but I keep the medals back there. Really. Oh, I see them. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Here's the podcast question to end into this whole thing. Uh, I was going to ask about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches today, and uh, then I was like, "That's not inclusive." So the question is this: Is there a right and wrong way to make a sandwich? And let me explain. So this morning. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for breakfast, which I'm not even entirely sure that's breakfast food, but set the bread out. And then I was like, I'm going to put peanut butter on one slice of bread and jelly on another slice of bread. And I'm going to put those together. Then I was like, I'm going to put the peanut butter on the right side and the jelly on the left side. Cause something about that just seemed right. And then I was like, I wonder if everyone else is this particular about their methods for making sandwiches. So as a broad open-ended question, do you guys feel like there is a correct way to make a sandwich? I, I would just, my input would be the only right way to make a sandwich is whatever the sandwich is. There's a lot of it. Hmm. Like if it's going to be a turkey sandwich, there better be a lot of turkey. None of this one slice and that's a sandwich. Or if I'm going to have a peanut butter sandwich, I mean, I'm just not, Barely getting jar. peanut butter on the bread. There better be like a quarter inch of peanut butter on that bread, you know? So mm. that was like, if you're going to make it, make it. Don't just pretend I've got something on this sandwich. Other than that, I don't care how you make it. Needs to be plenty of protein. That's Scott right. Makes, I mean, well, yeah. whatever. I mean, Scott's making you New York deli style sandwiches over at his house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's got like a pound of meat. If I'm having a sandwich, I don't really want bread. I want what's between the bread. And so better be plenty there to compensate for the bread. I know for me, if I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I'm making it for lunch later on, I usually mix the peanut butter and the jelly in a bowl and mm. then slather it on. So the bread doesn't what? get soggy on one side. I've never thought about doing that. I've seen it together in the jar. Mm. Oh no. I just scoop it out of a bowl mix and mix it, it up. Oh, wow. That way the bread doesn't get too soggy. That's a well, get, That way it gets soggy on both sides. So even, even. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Well, as long as there's a lot of it in the bowl, that's all that matters. Oh, trust me, there's a lot in that sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to throw a real curveball into this conversation. Do it. One, very rarely would I ever make a sandwich as my first choice of something to eat, um, which is why my wife hates trying to figure out what to have available for me at lunch because I just never eat sandwiches. But um, I'm a big fan of the Unwitch. Have you heard, have you had that? Jimmy John's, you just don't use bread. Wow. You, you wrap it in lettuce. I actually got one yesterday. Mm. It's that's the way to go. I could go the rest of my life without eating bread and be totally fine. Yeah. I'm not a big bread guy either. I'm with you on that. I think that explains some things. <laughs> I know some people might not know us. Has have never seen our staff side to like standing together, but uh it might explain some size differences between like myself and, and you guys. I don't know. I'm a, yeah. I couldn't walk away from bread like that, guys. It's not yeah, happening. I'm a bread person. I'm not doing that. For me, I guess when I make a sandwich, I don't know. This is a little different from what you described, Zach. So it needs to be just start with the bread as the base layer, and then you just build everything up. until then just another piece of bread goes on top. So I don't put any of the any of the toppings or condiments or anything on the top piece of bread, if that makes sense. So it's literally just the lid for your sandwich. The top. Yeah, it's just a lid for the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is maybe the most ridiculous. We have asked about the great Sasquatch uh, Bigfoot on this podcast, but this seems to be maybe the most ridiculous. We uh, Last thing I'll ask, just because I'm kind of curious now that we've gotten going, if you guys are using, uh, mayonnaise or mustard or salad dressing or whatever you want to put on your bread do you spread it on the bread or do you just put it on top like they would at like subway or somewhere just goes on top yep mm. I always i'm gonna go bread. i will say this not, not so much for sandwiches i do this a lot for hamburgers though Ooh, i don't that's a great point you gotta have so you you build your hamburger and then on the, the top bun, okay, this is not going to work for listeners. You put your lettuce on the bun first, mm-hmm. and then you put your ketchup, mustard, I love A1 on my hamburgers. That, that way it doesn't soak into the bread, kind of like Jacob was talking about. So you, the lettuce is like a protective layer. Then your condiments, smack that on top of your sandwich and or burger. Done. Are you guys just blown away that this is part of our workflow for today? <laughs> like we all have stuff we have to do after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna make a sandwich. Hey, I'll take the soggy bread. I mean, if I'm yeah. gonna have miracle whip, for example, on a sandwich, mm-hmm. I'm putting it on both pieces of bread. Yeah, I'm with you. And Scott. then putting the stuff between it. You I know? like for my sandwich. I wouldn't sandwiches. even be opposed to putting ketchup on both sides and then putting it together. Because I like for if mine I'm gonna too. have a condiment like that. I mean, I want it. I mean, I lots of it collide yeah. yeah both sides and then they just meet in the middle that's right I, all right guys last question okay i promise this is the last one is a hamburger a sandwich yes i mean yes. there's no reason it wouldn't be but for some reason it doesn't seem like it is is a hot dog a taco it's it's more of a taco than it is a soup <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay guys well that's the podcast for today anyone do you have anything let's try to bring it back bring it back home um 
it is a, a lot of fun to be able to do this and laugh with you guys. And like I said, it is insane that this is something we like, yeah, we got to take some time and do the podcast real quick. Then let's get back to work. Let's write some sermons and some devotionals. Um, anything else you wanted to share about our faith is series or about Easter coming up or even about sandwiches, if you're so inclined. Nope. All right. This, this was that face you were talking about That's earlier. That's the face everyone was making, except Andrew was making the, for sure, I'm not saying anything face. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's end it there. Listeners, thank you for joining us. As always, you can catch, uh, you know, all the sermons you missed, all the podcasts you missed. Those are on our podcast feed as well as on our website. And we'd love to see you on Sunday, whether that's uh, in a chair in person or in your chair at home. We're fine with either. So uh, love to see you at church this Sunday. Uh, who would like to pray for us today? I can do it today. All right. Thank you. Our Father, we come to you today on a beautiful you know, Wednesday, and God, when the sun is beautiful outside and the weather is warmer, God, we just praise you for this uh, time of year even. God, as spring comes and uh, we begin to see things birth forth with life, and so we just want to praise you for the season. Help us even as we go throughout this season. We know, Lord, we look toward Easter, which is a reminder of the whole, the resurrection of Christ, lose sight of you, because we know ultimately you're you're the you're the prize, you're the goal that we're aiming for, and so help us to to even fall in love with you more and more this spring and. Again, through Easter, help us to celebrate who you are and uh, you to affect our entire life. Because, God, we know you don't want us to just confine that within the walls of a church or even with our inside our own walls at home. God, you want our relationship with you to spill out to the entire world. And so, Father, today, help us again to just fall in love with you once again. And then again, spread that love to this world that so desperately needs you. So we thank you for the time that we've had together, even to laugh a little bit, to joke a little bit, to uh, talk a little bit of serious as well. So God, just thank you for this time that we have together and for Zach as he's led us. But we just praise you and thank you now in Jesus name. Amen.